0: Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Endless Sales Podcast. I'm sure you've noticed already that it's not Stephen who's the main host tonight, it's uh, myself Ross who's having a wee go at it. Uh, so let's see what happens. Um, go right into the Manscaped thing. <laughs> uh, so this episode the Endless Sales Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels and have engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and incredible comfort comfortable grooming experience. The fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0 has now launched all over Europe and features wireless charging, a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents and comes with additional guards size 24 to fine tune your trim. And thanks to their advanced skin safe technology, you can now feel constant shaving your buzz. <laughs> so join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20% off free worldwide shipping with the code SELPS at Manscaped, manscaped.com. That that was the hardest part of the whole thing, <laughs> 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 but but we've got through it. <laughs> we've got through it. So uh, how you doing anyway, boys? Oh, oh, good man. It's brilliant to have someone
1: else in the hosting chair. I can kind of sit back and get involved in the the football chat chat in depth. And
0: also I have to say, reading that script is harder than it looks, isn't it? It's it's really hard. Like I I, I can chat away, no bother. But see when I've got the like do that. It's like going into the chapel and somebody asks you to do a reading at their wedding. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it, mate. <laughs> but anyway, eh, so obviously we've had a, a victory tonight eh, against Betis, Wholesal, wholesale changes to the team. Eh, so we'll just get into sort of a, a brief summary of the game. Eh, I'll come to yourself first, Stephen. Eh, just basically what you thought of the game. Personally, I thought. Um, I thought for the amount of changes we had I thought we'd done well in the game I thought there was a few good uh, performances I'm not saying that the, the, the ones we're going to touch on in my opinion that stood out excuse me, are going to walk into the team for the Motherwell game by any stretch but I thought there was a few good performances and they all done probably what Postecoglou expected of them and that was basically for me to give a good account of themselves, try and get the win and uh, play in the right way the, the Postecoglou way and I, th- I think they all tried to do that and they concentrated on their own games and I, I don't think anybody had a horrific game and there was a mm-hmm. few good performances, what, what about yourself what do you think? Steven. I mean, I, I agree.
1: For me, it was like a, it was like a roller coaster. Either in Europe are just poof, they're up and then they're down and they're up again. And thankfully, we <laughs> held on. We held on for the, a great win against a Batiste side who, by all accounts, they rested the players but still had a team full of internationals. I mean, our team going into the game. When you even look at, at the goalkeeper situation, Scott Bain starting, your heart sinks already. Even though I predicted <laughs> him to start, it's just one of them things you're just going on oh, no, the one, oh, no. But for the team they put out with the likes of Sean on it, I thought they were really competitive throughout the game. There was no. I mean, there was no horrific performances, but, I mean, for me, I think Abada didn't have a great game, apart from the cross he put in. Uh, They kind of fizzed across the goal, but apart from that, for me, he was just another... He was shirtless. He he was kind of Celtic for 10 men. I mean, that's my my opinion of him at the minute, but great account of themselves, a young team, and a somewhat strange atmosphere at Celtic Park because of the protest was going on. There wasn't the same kind of noise, and they didn't really focus too much on that. They got stuck in, played their game,
0: and played fantastically well. I, I I would have to agree with that. Um it's a decent summary of the game. Uh, what about yourself, John?
2: Nah, I would I would agree with that. Uh I first I just want to say uh, well done, Ross, on taking the hosting chairs. I know it's not easy, kid. So <laughs> I know, it bloody is <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just part of the thing we're doing to rotate and give everybody a chance to do it, but for you to take the take it first. I, I commend you for it, man. Um uh,
0: I didn't get given a, give a choice. I was put in the schedule.
2: You <laughs> are Stephen. <Steven> practically <laughs> demanded it. <And laughs> we we're, were in the unfortunate position where we have to listen to him talk shit. So,
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh,
2: just to go back to the game, man. I, I thought it was it was a really good game. Uh, I, I agree with everything that Stephen says. Um, I did think that there were some performances were slightly lacking, but by all accounts, it was a, a quite a uh, a well fought victory. Um, I was surprised. I, I mean, we said before the start of the game when we seen the lineup that this could it could either be a really good night or a really bad night for us. Uh, and fortunately, uh, it was the former. Um, I thought that a lot of the guys gave a good account of themselves, getting thrust in for, for a lot of them making debuts in the first team starts. Um and I thought they made the, the they gave a really good account of themselves and I thought we played really really well. We 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 sort of dug in. We did the heads and stuff Then they drop, which I like to see. They're still fighting them, regardless of the fact that um when you take the lead and then they pull it back, you take the lead and they pull it back. It's like there's still fight there, uh, and even right through for the full ninety nine minutes, uh mm-hmm. within the lap, within the take for Half the gas, so. Uh, it, it, I thought it was a, a really, really good victory, and, and like Steven says, that's a top BT side. They're they're on a streak at the minute, and uh, La Liga. They're they're, they're 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 performing really well. Uh, and Pellegrini's one of the world's best managers. Uh, he's got the team well drilled, and I mean, I they made some changes as well, but I don't think their changes are to the extent of us. And like Steven says, as a team, still fully internationals and fully a lot of quality and experience. So, I thought it was a great performance and a great result, although. We know ultimately it doesn't necessarily mean anything in the grand scheme of things, but it's a wee bit extra money for the club, for the win, and it helps our, sort of like the club see efficient uh, in Europe and stuff uh, and Scotland's as well overall. So I think it was a good night.
0: Aye, I, I agree with that. It's it, like you say, it, it helps with the coefficient, and and by the way, they can all say what they want, but a uh, one one side of Glasgow qualified out of the group and one didn't he? One had nine points and went out. But wee bit of perspective, I think it was yourself that touched not in the group chat tonight, John. I might be wrong, but, uh, or it might no,
2: be it, 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 I think it was, that was that it I, Wally that mentioned that. It was Wally, If, if Aye. we'd won that game the night, we actually go out of the Europa League with more points than them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which does put it into perspective. I mean, first of all, it shows us that we, much tougher group for a start let's be honest that, I mean I don't think there's any two ways about it but we, we won more games in a tougher group as well <laughs> uh, but that's the way that's just the way it is eh? Like I mean what can you do We could, we, we could, you can only play what's put in front of you uh, we've done that right? we got three out of the six we got nine points I'm proud of the team man, and I think that when we drop into this conference league I think we could do a bit of damage and I don't think we should fear any team uh, especially at home
0: Aye I, I mean I think uh, probably in the end our their downfall was maybe not Turnbull not scoring that goal at the end against Leverkusen and then uh, mm-hmm. Betis getting the draw against uh, Leverkusen earlier in the, the campaign. Uh, yeah. That That's what's undone is really. But, same, that, um, that
2: first game in, in uh, when we played Betis the first time as well, it was 4-3. I mean, that game was back, the, the second half of this game reminded me a lot of that first game because like... It was just goal after goal after goal for a period. And I was thinking, I was thinking to myself, is this going to be a repeat of that night? Uh, but again, it, I mean, we showed against them in that game that we were capable of scoring goals and were capable of playing against them. Um, and we showed them the night that we can beat them. So, aye.
0: Aye. Um, aye and just touching on there was a, a few good performances the night. I thought uh, Scales had a good game. I thought Urigide mm-hmm. uh, stood out for me at uh, right back. I thought in the first half, I thought Soro done well, but he's, he's he lacks discipline for me. And Stephen Welsh, I think he came into a bad Celtic team and looked really good last season. And he's, he's come in and out this season and been. Nothing short of excellent every time he's played for, for a guy sure. twenty-one years of age. I think he's been outstanding. What, what's your sort of thoughts on the, the four names I've mentioned there, Stephen? Well, I mean, Welsh scored a, a crack and flick on header near the front post the the,
1: the mm-hmm. first five minutes of the game, and I always like seeing a set piece being scored. I thought A couple of mistakes. Yeah, obviously his first kind of competitive start in, in Europe, and. For all his effort and his endeavour and his enthusiasm, it did shine through and he kept going even after that head injury he received. It looked like he was going to come off at a point because they didn't know whether he had was concussed or not. But he continued and he continued the same way he started the game. This effort he had lots of pace. Even though he got caught out a few times, he always caught up with the player and he made a, a decisive well kind of put the striker off from scoring a goal in the first half, clean through, and he kind of <laughs> put his arm on. He'd done enough, but he was fantastic. And just go through the team, Liam Shaw, Williams, man. He done a fantastic job in the midfield role. He was pressing. Sorrow, as you as you said, like again, it's with I like Sorrow, but he just he just he flatters the deceive sometimes. He's running about all the time. He receives the ball. There was one point he had an easy ball to play to like Kyogo and he, he just totally fluffed it. But mm-hmm. then there's points where he tackles, he gets the ball, and starts playing, he breaks up play, which he's really good at. But it's fifty-fifty with him. And I mean, Ewan Henderson coming on and scoring at the back post of his first touch, fantastic. And then David Turnbull scoring a penalty kick. And then Abada again to show the pace to get in there. And the final, what was it, 15 minutes to get into that, that position. And he probably would have been wrecked, but he still done it. And he got there and he got the penalty. It was just fantastic. The whole team for me, I agree with the Stephen Welsh thing. I think tonight he looked far better than Becon. did. talk was caught out so many times losing the ball. And Welsh was there. He was the best of the two centre halves for me. McCarthy played well, but again, brilliant team performance.
0: Yeah. Aye. I, I mean, I agree with you on Welsh. I, I always think I, I never want to judge Beaton on, on a, his centre-half performance, because no. down the years, he's he's been forgot about for me, as what he can bring to the table as a midfielder, because he's been utilised as a centre-half for so long, and he's not a centre-half. And I don't feel he should be judged on that. Uh, it's, it's For me, it's it's unfair. And I think this season, when he's come back into the midfield role, I think he's done a, a, a more than decent job for Celtic. Uh, he's no, I think we've we've touched on it, he's not going to be <coughs> part of that midfield three. Uh, but I think it's harsh to dig him. As a centre half, what's what's your thoughts on Beaton tonight, John?
2: I thought the the night. I mean, like St- Stephen says, it was it's a bit of a, a lacklustre performance for Beaton. But I, I completely agree with you, Ross. I don't think we should be judging him on his centre half performances. We know he's not a centre half. He's stepping in there to cover because we're threadbare at the back at the minute. Uh, so fair play to him. I mean he's he's up, he's asked to step up and he's doing that. Um but I mean we've seen what he's done this season is in, in that sort of anchor role, that, that, that sort of central defensive midfield role. And he controls the game really well and that, that seems to be a position that he excels in. So I mean as a player, uh, with his experience and, and we've seen what he's capable of in that position. I, I think he's an outstanding asset to have in the team, but from a defensive standpoint, he certainly leaves a lot to be desired. Um I just want to touch on as well, uh, the Sorrow thing. Um, I mean, I've not been quiet about this on this podcast or in the chat. Yeah, never quiet. Never quite. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite opinionated, eh? um <laughs> I think that, that, I mean, I understand what everybody says about Sorrow, and, and I do agree. I mean, he's certainly, he's, he's, he's far cry for the, the, the sort of finished product, but he's still only 23, uh, and I mean, I, I personally, I think there's a player in Sorrow, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. We saw the night the way he's breaking up the play, as Stephen mentioned um, his ability to, to read a ball, and intercept a pass, uh, is phenomenal. I think um, he's not the greatest defender, and his tackles leave a lot to be desired. He's a wee bit too eager sometimes, but that's something you can work on. But he, he, he's a his he, desire and his fight, his drive to just get set about chase a ball. He, he's 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 no he doesn't sit back. He doesn't he doesn't like he doesn't like back off anybody near him. He goes for it, and he's really, really good at that. And sometimes it benefits teams having sort of a player like that, even though it might not do much—at least on the the surface and the grand scheme of things—having a player like that who's quite annoying, like a wee wasp, just <laughs> running about you all the time, just buzzing about you, just kind of at your heels and all that. Can it can put a player off like drastically? Um, and I think that it's something we can utilize. So I I, I think that he had a he had he had I thought he had a good game of the night. Um, I know there's a lot of people saying that he's not got a career at Celtic. He's not good enough. And I can understand why you're saying that, right now but I think that as a future prospect, another two, three years down the line, um, if he's developed right and, and and you're working on his game the, the way, or, or you're pointing out the certain aspects of his game that he needs to work on, I think there's a potential to have a real talent there um, and somebody that you could definitely benefit from. And as I said, he's still a young guy. Um, bye I, I thought a lot of the boys Welsh. Eh, Absolutely phenomenal. Completely agree. He's came into a bad Celtic side last season. He's not put a foot wrong since then. He's done what he's asked. He's been asked to do. He's 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 been solid. Um, <clears throat> for I mean, I thought Urigidi Uri as well. Uh, I thought he had a great game. Um, obviously the, there was a few defensive errors and, and stuff that he could still work on, but again, that's he's not his first start in a competitive fixture and in Europe. Um, so, I mean, to give him credit as well. And the boy's an absolute unit. Like, he, he reminds me, he, he's some size at a laddie, like, and right. he doesn't strike me. But, well, you say that when you look at him from a physical standpoint, he doesn't strike you as a right back or a modern day sort of full back, anyway. Right. Um, but his pace is unreal for his size. Um, we've seen it a few times as well. He, I mean, he's, he's he's accelerated, his ability just off the mark is incredible. Um, and. He, he, he caught a few balls like chased down a few defense, defenders uh, That got by him a couple of times And that was just like Absolutely aghast at his pace right. um, But I mean I, I think he, Just given his physical attributes as well He's somebody that might serve as well In a central defensive role um, We've seen I mean We've, we've had players like that in the past Who technically weren't the most gifted uh, But were absolute stalwarts in defence Like Bobo for example You just You weren't getting by him Um so I think he's definitely got a role to play going forward. I think he showed tonight that he's he's capable of stepping up when needed against quality opposition as well. But I I just uh, I thought a lot of the young guys done great. Henderson coming in, snatching a goal straight off coming off the bench. I think we we have all spoke highly of Henderson in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just on this, but before we even started this podcast, is like Henderson's been one that we've always spoke about quite highly and. Aye. I, I just—it was like—I mean, if 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 you'd have showed me that at the start of the season, that lineup, and we're going to be playing Batiste in the Europa League with that lineup, I'd absolutely—I'd have just great. Like I'd have I'd, have, I'd have just walked away crying because I we're going to get absolutely scudied. But I just going on playing well. He's bringing out the best in some of these guys, and we not the final product yet. And we keep saying it, but well, this isn't this is far from the finished article. But see, even where we are now, and we are even with these young guys coming in and seeing the the sort of passion that they're playing with the. The drive um, and the, the, is non-stop for ninety minutes, just exactly like not says it was going to be. Uh, is is fantastic to see, and it, it's if, if this is the tr- sort of trajectory in the direction that you're heading, and that I think that's incredible. Mm-hmm. I, a lot I, to be I, excited about, boys.
0: Uh, 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 absolutely. I mean, um, you can see even in Welsh's, um sort of press conference yesterday, you could see he was really loving playing under Ange, even though he's not playing all the time. They're all just buying into it. You could see that in his interview, he was buying into it, and you could see it in the pitch tonight. It was It was great. You're not going to take too much away from the game, really, because I don't think it was a full-strength Batiste team, or Betis team, sorry, Wally. But, but, uh, aye, it's, it's a good win, nonetheless. And touching on the goals... Uh, Stephen Yud, I would to the the first goal, a set piece, the glancing header, shades of Henrik that we header I have to say, um, not, I'm not comparing them by any stretch, but it was <laughs> it was a lovely lovely wee glance. They didn't even play in the same position <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I Henderson. I mean, I, I've been a big critic. Uh, um, Mikey Johnson, and that 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 one at the end was oh. just epitomized a, a, a for me why he's, he's he's not going to be ever a first choice for Celtic, especially as long as Jot is there, but I have to commend him. The wee, the wee shimmy, the drop of the shoulder and the ball in for Henderson. Brilliant. Turnbull penalty executed. Great. What about yourself, you, Yankee, the goal, team? Uh, As I said before, the the set-piece goal, I I love
1: seeing a set-piece being scored, especially from Selby because we can see enough of them. And the fact that Wells done the run, flicked on into the the bottom right corner, fantastic. And Maggie Johnson, I'm glad you brought that up. It reminded me of the the time he went through against Rangers, one-on-one, and he he fluffed that chance as well. It seems like he's always in two minds when he gets in positions, Ross. And he he always, nine times out of ten, he makes the wrong decision. But the fact that you brought up the cross he did for Henderson to get that goal... You have to give him kudos for that. It was a fantastic drop of the soldier. Soldier? What? Shoulder? Yes. <laughs>
2: Steven, slow down, sir.
0: Take me wee t- <laughs>
1: I'm taking up, right? Took enough, right? I, I, this is my time. This is my time to speak. You've <laughs> so, had about Pace. 10 minutes there, John.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do talk a lot. I'm sorry. It's the
1: coffee. Whip the ball in. It
2: is. It's I drink far too much coffee before I come on.
1: Henderson, Sorry, back Back post, first touch, goal, penalty kick. I mean Turnbull, your elevator wasn't on the pitch, and Jack and Mac, Mac as everyone I call him, John, he wasn't on the pitch to take it, so Turnbull stepped up and took and took them, and took the penalty really well. Um,
0: I know you're gonna going obviously come to Kyogo, so I will let you move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was gonna well, I was gonna to touch on Henderson with his goal to to John. I, I think. He's technically very good. Obviously, you are to him a wee bit there, but uh, I think then he had a great game tonight. But I, th- I think there's a future there for him at Celtic. I think he's technically a very good player. He's what, what age you say about twenty one? Maybe twenty one. He's still 20, very 21. young. 21. 21. He's still very young. He's got a lot of development to do. What, what do you, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we we've as I said before. I mean, we we've been of... Fancy... Him and his brother, um mm-hmm. for since they broke through in the team and we started seeing them. Um and I, I think I think letting his brother go was a bit of a mistake because again, I think somebody that, that could have potentially thrived under Angie, somebody had a lot of upside, a lot of potential, uh, and somebody we could have benefited from, especially last year. Mm-hmm. Um but I I I think that the, the young boy's he's, he's He's definitely a talent. He's 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 got he's got everything there. It's just bringing the best out in him. Uh, but you he, seen some of his movement off the ball when he came on for that goal, for example. Uh-huh. Um, the the way the way he cut in for for get on the edge of that pass and just sort of nick his foot in, the timing and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, it was 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 outstanding. I thought it was a great goal. Uh, Tumble's penalty was great. Welsh's header was great I, I, I said enough uh, my last time speaking here
0: I, 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 guess,
2: uh, I thought all great goals and Hank Henderson definitely a talent we can realise in the future definitely
0: Oh, aye, aye. and listen before we before we touch on Kyoko because I know Stephen's itching to go onto that but uh, the, the referee the night I mean personally I thought he, he, he was cutting about like he thought he was Kasabi in, in the park on the Sunday night I think he thought he was a headline act he was an absolute shambles what's happened to John I think there's a wee bit of technical issues but let's carry on (laughs) aye I I, I think he thought he was the main attraction the night and he wanted to be the big story he was throwing cards about left right and centre it was Posse said there's no dead rubbers at Celtic but the grand scheme of it it was was a nothing game and for both teams and the referee should have sort of seen that in my opinion, what did you think his performance? Uh, it's the same
1: thing, isn't it? That European referees take things to the extreme. You get the the flamboyant European referee who's flying about in the pits giving out yellow cards, red cards, left round centre. I do think I do think though I think your man was it Riabal, they're, they're right back, he should have been sent off for me. I think his second Aye. challenge on Johnston, that's one he's mm-hmm. definitely missed. But I don't know what it is, a referee. It must be contagious from Scotland right through to Europe. I think the referees <laughs> are just really inconsistently bad. And that's the truth of the matter. Whether it's in Scotland and England, even with the help of VAR, which they did have in, in, in that game, obviously, there's some decision that was like baffled at. And as you said, he didn't really let the game flow for my liking. There was too much of the referee blowing his whistle, which made the game a bit stop start. And that adds to the fact that. There was a silent protest going on, which really obviously didn't help matters, but that's a totally separate mm-hmm. issue from the football side of
0: things. But yeah, the referees are just shockingly bad this season. Aye. See, personally, like, I've, I'm 38, right? I've watched football for a, a You're lot what, of years. 38? Yeah, Oof. I know. You, you wouldn't think, eh? I uh, it, think it'd... it's the wee fresh glow and the, the fine thatch, but <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye. I mean, there's only, and that I can ever remember, there's only a handful, if that, referees that I would say have actually been football fans and understand football. And that is Colina, mm. uh, and there was a, a Dutch referee, I can't even mind his name, I'm sure he was Dutch or German. They're the only referees that I can think, but I've watched games of football and went, Aye, you understand the game. <laughs> You're the most referees don't actually understand the game they're just they get power power hungry power. are they going on a power trip I don't know yeah. but besides that I mean we'll move on to John's not here we'll move on to the Kyle Grandje in my opinion I, I like he probably in hindsight shouldn't have brought him on and when a yet he went down injured. For me, I looked at it and I thought, right, just... I know Franny never wants a badder through the middle. I don't think he's a central striker. But for the night, it would have done. It would have done. Put him in through the middle, bring Mikey Johnston on, and away we go. But he's went with Kyle, though, Fair enough. He could... I get why he's brought him on to an extent, but I wouldn't have risked him personally. But he could, Kyoga could get injured. He, he could have left them out the night altogether, not brought him on, played them on Sunday, and he could have got injured against Motherwell. The only reason you're raging about it is because this was a game that meant a hell of a lot less than what the Motherwell game does. But mm-hmm. what, what what's your thoughts, Steve? Fuming, man.
1: I, I have to be honest because I, th- <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, think, I think I think like you. Yes, it was great to get the win tonight, but you don't need to add another casualty to that that list. And Posta Cogdo's done very very much, like nothing wrong since he's come in. Obviously, a few questionable decisions earlier in the season. But this, for me, is definitely one that he has to take and he has to own this because, as you said, Abada can go for the middle. Johnston can come on and go to the left or go to the right and Montgomery can stay in his position. I didn't see the need for Kyogo. Give him that risk because he's only come off a season, obviously, from the J-League. He's played on through us. He got injured in the in the middle of the season as well. He was out for six weeks. And unfortunately, in the chat yeah. as we're recording this, Fr- Franny said that Postacolo's confirmed that this is a bad one. So, Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. really? So there you're looking at Kyogo, Jada, the, the, the two guys, the two main central pivots of our team out for a significant significant period of time coming into this run of fixtures. And you're left with the and a Yeri, but don't you have a striker? And see, to be fair, a Yeri played decent, he, he he held the ball up, he linked the play well. Yes, he doesn't have the blister and pace, Kyogo does, but he did play well until he got took off. I'm, I'm not going to take that away from him. I just think bringing Kyogo on for that game of basically a dead rubber, let's, let's be honest, it, it was. Hmm. And I just think it was a decision that he didn't have to make. There were so many other alternatives, you could have thrown Henderson earlier, put him on the right, a batter through the middle. There's so, there's so many different things you could have done in that situation. And I just don't understand why he went for Kyogo. I really don't, Ross. And it's angered Uh, me. It actually took away from that win a wee bit, seeing him go off. It's,
0: it's just one of them things really. I I mean, I I, I totally get your sentiments. I do. But like I've said, if, if he, if he doesn't get injured, we move on. We don't talk about it. It's, it's bad luck. It's more than bad judgment. It's bad luck on Ange, because. But if he, if he makes the if he makes the right call, you you're not going to get bad luck anyway. Do, do you know what I mean? That's the thing. Well, I I know I know that that there's pros and cons for it. He's probably mm-hmm. got caught up a wee bit in the the, the game as well. It, like being in the game for up one 0 and yet he goes off. We can. He wants to win the game. He's a winner. Of course, I mean? of course, of Let, course. Let's get let's guy, let's get Kyle go on and take the game. Hindsight, he goes off injured. It's a bad decision. But what can you do? <laughs> what can you do, man? You know, that's, that's it. If it's a bad one, it's an absolute gutter, and it's and and just basically goes with the luck that we've had uh, in the last sorry, well, more or less two years now. Uh, hmm. I, I don't, I I can't mind. The last time, and it's probably going to be the same this time. I can't imagine the last time we faced strangers where I felt strength team. Yeah, that's that, that, That's what came into my head because obviously,
1: Rogers had to do it, put Maggie Johnson up front with no strikers. We've had to play friends players against them before, but I mean, <clears throat> obviously, I know what you're saying. Looking back in hindsight, and I know we're the one obviously spend too much time delving into because it's happened and we have to move on from it. But you're looking at the the potential fact that. Your main left winger's out, like, injured with a hamstring. Your main striker's out right, with a hamstring. James Forrest, unfortunately, pulled up last game. What looks like a hamstring. Mm-hmm. So we could be getting into this game, a final league game, that we need to keep wi- winning. There's no draws. I can't take draws. We need to keep Not winning. Uh, we, we, we're getting into this game uh, just a bat uh, and
0: Who's playing for the middle? <laughs> Mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. I know. I know. It's, uh, it's a worrying and it's well Kyogo's not going to play on Sunday if nah. what Franny's saying in the chat is, is correct uh, but well let's touch on that who, who do we go with then in that front three I, I think personally I think you go Forest. you go but what of forest! he pulled up so we don't know his city isn't uh, well uh, yeah. um, maybe <laughs> it's a tough one eh maybe you go Abada on the right you go Mikey Johnson on the left. Who do you go through the middle? Urugida. <laughs> <laughs> somebody. Somebody. Bring back bring back the graph. Oh don't do oh, no no no
1: no 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 no. We're not getting into that chat. No, that's all is
0: all is forgiving <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: it's just I mean for me, Ross, I know we're we laughing a joke about it, but it's just indica- indicative of the position. Like we cried out in the summer, and we got we got Giamakis and Kyogo, but we only knew we need it more because at that point a yeti dropped off the face of the earth, yeah. and you're left with Diamegas, who by all accounts he's had bad luck, he's been injured, Kyogo. This is a second injury while he's been with us. We don't know again how long that could be for, but by the sounds of it, it's a bad one. Mm. And it's just it's it's a bit the prospect of going through these tough fixtures without, especially Jalen Kyogo, it's a bit daunting. Not not the to dismiss the team without them, and thats not what I'm doing at all. But it's just a reality of where we are. The backup coming in for me for these games isn't quite good enough.
0: No, and I know what you're saying, but it was the—I think it was a time issue again, like we've spoken about before, getting enough reinforcements in, and you're just hoping that you can get to the January transfer window and everybody's going to be all right. It's. We're, at, we're now in December, it's not turned out that way By the looks of things And you have to say You're probably right on the Go one Where he shouldn't have played them the night At all It was it was the wrong decision In nice. hindsight But you, you try and look at it In the, the side where He doesn't know he's going to get injured But he should just take that Like you say, he should just take that fully away Especially when we've got Jota out Uh, And that sort of brings me on to like the next sort of topic. Uh, So obviously everybody's saying, and it looks like we probably will pull the trigger on the the Jota one uh, and pay the six and a half million. Probably they'll try and get that done before the end of the season. Um, But it brings me on to the sort of Carter Vickers one. Uh, So last week there was like stuff getting said about it was a 10 million price tag. Seems to have been quashed this week, eh, which I'm not surprised about. Eh, I don't think personally. I don't think Celtic would have took the option to buy if it was a 10 million price price tag on it. Over um, maybe but, over a, over over a 30 year finance term, maybe. <laughs> it's like 10 million pound, or or I. Right, um, well, we're no taking the option to buy because we're not buying them at 10 million pound. End of story. <laughs> they just wouldn't do that that's just nah. it's, it's, doesn't make sense It's no indicative of Celtic But uh, My question to you is Basically If if What it looks like We're going to take Jot out of 6.5 million Do you expect Celtic With Julian coming back Do you expect Celtic To Possibly shell out The best part of 13 million pound On the two players In the Not summer a Not a
1: chance For me it's either one or the other, and obviously the other for me would be Jada. Albeit <laughs> Cameron, Cameron Carter figures, he's been fantastic. He's a Rolls Royce. He's he strolls through games, especially domestic level. He makes it look easy. And I would love to get him on board. But the only way I can see that happening if he tries to force through for a move to Celtic himself to kind of reduce the transfer terms. Because I know players obviously can they can they can be influenced, obviously, in making moves and kind of determining what Clubs pay for them if they really want out of a particular club. That's the only way I can see Carter Figures ending up with Celtic. And I think would make a great point. Julian coming back, ready really ream replacement, isn't it? Because Julian, he's he was our best defender, obviously, up until he got that horror injury when he hit his knee off the post. The the post, but it's one or the other for me, Ross. I can't see. I mean, Celtic spending. I know we've forked out in Edward and stuff, but these are very rare occasions when you see Celtic splashing out six or seven billion quid. And that now the climate stains, and Poster cogby pretty much confirmed himself in his last press conference, that Celtic will never be able to splash the cash. We all knew that was a, a reality, but for obviously for the, the manager to come out and say that in the press conference, he's very much kind of hinting towards it and need to kind of aim low for a high sell-on. We always knew that was the case, but he's confirmed it. And I can't really see, I can't see at all that
0: we can, we're going to fork out 13 million quid in two players. It'd be one or the other. I, I mean, I, I have to agree with that. I, I... As much as you would love them to go and just go and yeah. get the two of them, it's it's highly unlikely that. I that mean that's it's the best part of thirteen million. Like I've said, it's a hell of a lot of money to Celtic that. Yeah. They've they've done it in the past. Obviously on the 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 podcast that we touched the Martin and Neil era. They've they done it that season. They spent a hell of a lot of money that season, but it's a different different time now. Oh, Celtic are, they are no, well. I was going to say that there's probably no financially at that level and you can't get the same type of player for that amount of money anymore as much as we love Jota and we love Vickers mm-hmm. I, they're just not going to I can't see them getting the two of them and if it was a, a straight choice between one or the other it would be Jota all day long especially yeah. as you say with Julian coming back uh, I, I have to say though in my opinion I would say probably if it was a straight choice between Vickers and Julian, I would probably go Vickers. What about you? Very controversial thing, man.
1: Uh, <laughs> I would just go. I, 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 would go for Julian based on the fact that he, he scored some crucial goal for us, like in Lazio, like for the League Cup final. He has that affinity already with the Celtic fans. Not saying Carter Vickers doesn't, but for me, not to the same level. I think Julian's a fully. He's a fully bought into the Celtic way of things. Cameron carter figures. yes, he's on loan and he's he's given us all every game, but I just don't... This is probably going to sound messed up, but I don't quite think that there's the same affinity with them, the fans and figures yet, as there is with Julian, if you get me. That's what would sway. Oh, no, okay, aye. That, mm-hmm. On the pitch, they're very similar, but just for lo- loyalty, I know there's not much of that with football. I would stick with Julian.
0: Aye, aye. No, I mean, I totally get that. I just think... Obviously, with all the other reasons that you've sort of alluded to there, then as an entity, maybe Julian. Eh, but I just think if you're going solely as defenders, I think Carter Vickers are a better defender. I don't think anybody in the time that he's been at Celtic, and it's no as long as Julian has been. Obviously, I don't think anybody, any striker in Europe or in eh, domestically, has dominated him and. That's happened to Julian on a number of occasions. But, yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, listen, well, well, Julian's your player, Carter Vickers, is So, that's it, basically. Come on, Julian! <laughs> 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 but God knows what's happened to John, but we'll move on to uh, the Kyogo diving narrative. I think, uh, I, think, is... I
1: think John may be in William's Hidaway bunker. That's why I lost <laughs> signal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe he got offended because I said he was talking too much <laughs> 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 nah but um, going on to the Kyogo diving narrative uh, I mean it's, it's it's a weird one it's like for me he it, it does go down easily there's absolutely no doubt about that uh, but it's only on occasion and he gets a lot of opportunities to do that so to go down occasionally I've got no issue with uh, I, I think it was um, Anthony Haggerty had asked him asked Poster Coglu the question yesterday it was a really good question uh, on the the the, di- the diving narrative, uh, I'll, I'll not read the whole uh, extract or the whole comment but uh, a wee bit of it was um, if you end up in arguments with ignorant people, you'll eventually become one of them. Yeah. And then he ended that way. Um, brave soldiers sitting in their studios. I mean, absolutely, that was a swipe at Boyd, <laughs> wasn't it? What, what, what do you think yourself? And what do, do you think Kyle goes down too easily? I don't think he goes down any easier than any other player. I think there's any a, other striker a, in Scotland.
1: I think there's a, a major thing that pundits and certain people are missing as you know. The two Boyd. Boyd was used to the physical battle. He was the big man that the lamppost, I nicknamed him when he played football because all he did was stand in the same area. Hit the general mess you know, he was physical. Cayog was coming from the J League, which is more technical, you have to be more smart. And the 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 bottom line is Kyogo's smart. He knows how to play the game. He's streetways and if he buys a foul, he's not cheating. He gets contact. And if that's pulling his shirt does gently He's going to take advantage of it because why shouldn't he? I, I don't understand why people think that because he's not this big, bustling, six foot guy who's built, that he can't go down. Do you mean because the contact's deemed not strong enough or not hard enough? That's a load of shite, in my opinion. I think Kyogo's just smarter than most of the defenders in the SPFL, and the, the media and outlets are kind of finding that hard to grasp. First, he came over from Japan, he got racially abused in the first couple of weeks he was here. Mm-hmm. secondly he got injured, bad luck on him thirdly he's getting pigeonholed because he's the top goal scorer for us our best player and he's taking the piss out of most defenders in the SPFA and I don't I don't quite, I, I love Pasta called argument back by saying basically these guys are hiding behind their, their studios and they're hiding behind newspapers they won't come out publicly or won't come out to the and set, it. It, that's bang on it's another edition of a keyboard warrior isn't it, you, you see plenty of them people on Twitter trolling people and stuff like that it's the narratives it's not a narrative no more. It's 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 a load of balls. he's, he's just smarter than most players in the league. And he can buy a foul. It's it's basically it's it's what you would expect a target man to do. Hold the ball up, win the free kick, get your team high up the pitch. Kyogo does nothing different for me than, than what a, a target man, de facto target man would do. He gets in behind players, he chips at their heads and they react. And look at look at John Sitter, you've seen what happened there. And the right. cameras picked it up, he nipped them in the mid-drift and left the bruise. But no one says anything about that. No of shite. that
0: the guy plays football and show he's the best
1: player in the SPFL.
0: Easy. Yeah. I totally agree with you. And do you know how it gets me more? Is there's guys like Ryan Kent, for, in- for instance, right? He's been going down like that for, mm-hmm. what, how long has he been at Rangers? Two years or something? Two years. Don't really give a shit. No, no, there's no bloody narrative painted like that about him. But no. Kyogo, that's, he's different. Why? Yeah. Because he plays in green-white hoops? Because he's no fee these shores? I don't know. But for me, it's unfair, it's unjust, and it's wrong. And Postacoglu coming out and uh, backing him and showing the player that he's backing him is great for the player, and I love it. But it, well, people, it never surprised people, me the slightest that he did.
1: You look at, the obviously, the tackle that happened Turnbull, your man, Colin Butcher. What do people want? People to make them tackles on Kugo and then he goes down, they won't call him a diver. They want him to get clothes-lined around the the neck and they won't call him a diver. Smart players buy free kicks. Smart players buy (laughs) penalty kicks. It's the way the world plays. It's technical footballers, whether we like it or not, they're a level above people who are just hard and bustling. They can get in and around them. They can make them react to certain situations. Win free kicks, win penalty kicks. I see nothing wrong with it.
0: He's the best player in the country. Fucking doorballs. balls. Absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you, see uh, Giacomakis. He came on, I kinda mind who it was he came on against, but he, we were trying to see a game out and he came on and he done brilliant. He bought free kicks left, right and centre mm-hmm. and we've seen the game out, right? He probably bought more free kicks in the 10-15 minutes he was on than what Kyogos bought and the whole time he's been at Celtic. Yeah, That's I That's agree. what you do. That's what you do. Yeah. But he's no fended as this this diver. It's it's football. He's not a diver. Okay, right. He goes down easy again I say good. But he still gets the contact. But he gets against Livingston, right? He wins a penalty, right? Regardless, the guy doesn't hurt him as much as what it looks like, right? But the guy hits him in the head he's going to go down you're, you're not supposed to hit somebody in the head in the penalty area yeah. or anywhere in the park so he's going to go down it's natural I just mm-hmm. don't get it man I don't get why they're painting this narrative it's like they're trying to knock him out of stride mm-hmm. I don't know Really, I really don't know but it's, well, one it's thing no... and it wouldn't happen well, to a Rangers we're... player
1: one thing we do you know, regardless of narrative, regardless of what side it's on, Posta
0: has his back. Simple as. That's all aye. he needs to know. Mm-hmm. Aye. And that, aye, that's all it that matters, aye. What yeah. a guy that is, eh? he's, a, he's a total legend, man. Uh, honestly, I've never, like Brendan Rodgers, Martin O'Neill, right, they all done unbelievable jobs at Celtic. More than Posta has ever done at Celtic. Well, obviously well, he's, he's not had any, <laughs> aye, aye, He's not had enough time to do whatever. But as a as a person and the way he deals with the media and the way he comes across, I don't think I've f- like liked a Celtic manager as much as I like him. Mm-hmm. I I, I, I think he's a, a stellar, stellar human being first and foremost, and then a great manager. And he, he's going to. He's going to bring success to this club, I've absolutely no doubt about that. Same whether and success, we don't know what that is yet this season. But I think he'll win the cup. Uh, but the the league is up in the air, but it's it's there to be won. Yep. Right. I agree. Um so anyway, so moving on, we'll look ahead to the uh, weekend game against Motherwell. Um I think obviously Carter Vickers and Starfelt will probably come back into the fold. I think there's no doubt about that, uh, and I think they'll they'll have to be on their metal and have to be wary. Of Tony Watt, who I think yep. he's still the top scorer in the league. He, he, yeah, top the scorer. Aye, uh, he's he's a, in a rich veiny form, and they'll have to they'll have to be very careful with him. Um, but uh, I th- I think it's a game we can probably win. But what, what, what are you thinking yourself? It's at home, isn't it? It's at home, aye. Uh, it's at home. I mean, gonna obviously can
1: end of the game <coughs> Sunday. Um, yes, we're missing a few a few key players, but there is games you deem winnable. And I think Mullerwell, well, not to be disrespectful, I know we said all the time, regardless of what team we're playing in this podcast, it is winnable because we should be beating the majority, if not all the teams in the SPFL, let's be honest. Um, Tony Watt, yes, he he's playing fantastically well. They've got a Dagnan Gallagher, Stephen O'Donnell. Do you know what I mean? They've got some good pedigree. If I don't think like Declan Gallagher, knows. Stephen O'Donnell, he's he plays for Scotland back.
0: I and mean, McGabby's
1: now. Aye, yeah. Sorry about yeah. that, McGabby. No, their center back. He's he's a good player. They've got good players. Their manager Graham Alexander likes to play football. I've actually followed his career quite closely, and I listened to his interview he done with the Open Goal guys, which I thought was fantastic. But you're right. Starfelt Fickers will come back in. Believe it or not, I would keep Scales in, depending on how he feels after his first 90 minutes. I thought mm-hmm. Scales played really well. I, I, I don't think he done much wrong. I thought he was athletic. He's got a good build. He's got up and down, got up and down the wing numerous times. I think Montgomery actually did himself down tonight. I, I don't think he, mm-hmm. he got into the game at all. I think Scales put him in some great positions, and he tried to take players on. Does wasn't quite working for him. I would keep Scales in. Um, I would possibly... I don't know I mean batter has to start he does doesn't he um, aye. Johnson on the left it's, it's a toss up I mean who's in the the middle isn't it
0: aye I, I mean I, I, I'd written a team out to be honest with you but uh, John's mate, back they'll put it in the bin hi John
2: hi sorry about that boys Working. what happened power decided to cut out and then it wouldn't be my modem my maruta. Call it what you will. would connect? So I was struggling to get yep. one of that.
0: You've you've missed but a big I, chunk of the show, but uh, I've missed the entire
2: yeah. lot of the show, by Bailey.
0: It uh, but I'm it's looked, probably would have ran into an hour and a half <laughs> if you had been here. I want to catch the end of it though. I'll catch. We're, the we're just like look, we're looking into the Motherwell game. Uh, so. Kind of mind what Stephen said. (laughs) Thanks for uh, that. (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) But I know we're just sort of talking about the the, the, team. Uh, Myself, I I had went with Hart, Juranovic, Vickers, Staffel, Taylor, McGregor, Turnbull and Rogic, which I think picks itself and then the front three now is absolutely up (laughs) up in the air, isn't it? It's like I, I, I would go I'd probably go well we don't know if it. if Forrest is fit right I would go Forrest Johnston and Abada through the middle or even Abadah on the right and Forrest through the middle Forrest done it through the middle before I think you could do that but
2: or Forrest on the left, Abada on the right and Johnston through the middle
0: no chance, no way. No, no. Johnston, Johnston through the middle. Johnston played through the middle. I uh, I get your par off a, again a couple of years ago, and he would been as well playing a can flop through the middle.
2: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: flip flop
2: so, do not so where in, that
0: came from. <laughs> so in the night when
2: when when, when Kyoga was brought on the night, and everybody was like, "Why not just? Why not just put Johnson through
0: the middle?" Because no, no, I, I, the said the I, I said a badder. I I said a badder. A badder. A the Johnson. Middle. Oh, it's all about opinions, kiddo. It's all about opinions. But listen, um, but anyway, we so... don't know the
2: extent of it. Cool. It might be nothing. Let's no. Fra- Franny's no. put
1: no. Franny put in the chat that Alan said it's a bad one. Mm-hmm. Who said? Franny said that Alan, post cognitive Cogden as as interview, said it's a bad one. How would he know? Well, He's he gets assessed low. by the medical team. i, <laughs> I time, though, yeah, it doesn't take five I minutes think... to assess somebody's injury.
0: Aye, but if it's if it's that bad, then you might be know. pretty soon. They've yeah. seen enough injuries. He's been a manager for 25 years.
2: I'm trying to be positive, guys. You're ruining it. I
0: enough. know, man, but I'm being realistic. I'm going to make him cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, listen, we, when you were away, we weren't talking about you. We just ate to your face, kid. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> nah listen um, so I want to touch on just sort of it's a bit uh, what I, when I was making my notes on that last night I, it's totally different mindset now with Kyogo being out the team but just looking at the, the weekend's games obviously Celtic are playing Motherwell I, I think like Steve's already you've still got to fancies. I'm assuming you fancies as well, John.
2: Aye, that's I, 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 that. was think enough about us. Especially for what we to I've seen tonight. Um, I'm confident that the the boys. We've got a lot more depth than we initially thought. I'm I'm a lot more confident bringing some of these guys in in rotation.
0: Mm-hmm. But I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Between now and the second of January, eh, just want I look at the, the the sort of games that both teams have got coming up just to see where you think we'll be going into that game. Uh, so, I mean, Rangers play before us again at the weekend uh, at Tynecastle. It's a p- potential banana skin. Uh, I actually looked at their lineup earlier on, just for reference, and I thought the rest of a lot more players than they did. So, I mean, especially going into the Hearts game. Uh, but for me, it's a big weekend coming up. Uh after i mean after this on paper i don't see where like after tinka i don't see on paper where they drop points before their visit to parkhead well i'll uh, put i'll put i'll put it, I'll put it out there straight away i think rangers and celtic touch wood, will remain unbeaten until the old firm game you think so? Well, I mean, i have got to touch on. I think
2: I An- think uh, Hearts can take Hearts. I think Hearts are more than capable of taking points off them.
0: But I think so. Glasgow derby um, game. Sorry, I would like. To, I would like to see them taking at least a point. Of course, of course, you would. But uh, Rangers between now and their visit to Parkhead, they they are they, they go to Tyne Castle. and then their next three games after that are at home to St Johnston, Dundee, and Aideen, St Mirren, which I think are pretty much. Givens that they're going to win their games yeah. and then the uh, only, the, they only
2: card mark.
0: Well <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know, man. But then they, right, they, they, be, they play...
2: I mean these are tough
0: games though. I mean Aye they're all tough games, but if you right if you were look if you were a selfie supporter looking at their games right, homie St Johnson, Dundee nineteen St. Mern, you would go nine points. Aye.
2: Yeah.
0: They'll be looking at it like that day. And then they go to uh eh, before they play us, which, at a push, they could drop points there, but I, I wouldn't hold my breath. I think the Hearts game this weekend is massive, and if, if they come through that unscathed, fair play to them. And then you've got eh, Celtic between now and then. Eh, they, I fancy us for maximum points. Eh, we go to Dingwall St Marin and St Johnston and then we're at home to Hibs. but I think if, if Rangers drop points at Tynecastle and we can get to within what one point or three points, whatever it is eh, before we play them, I think that that's massive and it puts pressure on them coming to Parkhead but at the same time I still think there, there's pressure on both teams What's, what's your thoughts on that Stephen? between now and then?
1: I mean, there's pressure, as we talked about before when John's power cut out. Um, there's pressure always. I can't accept the draw in this run of games. I can't accept it because I think the other team, regardless of who it is, will take advantage of that. Um, <coughs> we, we've put ourselves in this position. We have, but we've gained form. We've gained momentum in the league. We're unbeaten in the league in about what, 10, 11 games now, so that bodes well. Unfortunately, the injuries, Ross, are the big <clears> kicker <throat> for us. I mean, we don't... Jada's out, Kyogo's out. Obviously, we can't keep harping back to that because we should have a, a squad strong enough to see off the opposition coming into Celtic Park or away from home, especially like the legs thing, more stuff. We should have still enough about us to get maximum three points out of every game. On the other side of Glasgow, I just believe that they'll just go unbeaten. I think that's just kind of the run they're in at the minute. Your Geo Geo fanny from Brockhurst has come in, and they're unbeaten in the first five games. They've only conceded one goal. And yes, Celtic fans, regardless, we have to say they're still in a good, rich vein of form. They seem to have picked up a bit, and it's up to us to keep up. That's the way it is. We need to keep up the pressure, keep up the wins, mm. and catch them in the points. That's the only way. Obviously, this league's going to be won
0: by winning. Aye, no, I I, I, I totally hear you. What, what about yourself, John? What's your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I'm more of the same sort of mindset. Uh, I think that, I mean, if they if they, if they they struggle at any point, they're going to get decisions they way right anyway to help them. So I'm fully <laughs> expecting that they'll probably come away with <laughs> maximum <one> points. Uh, <laughs> we had the but,
1: referee chat for you when you were off. Thank we God. Do it, <laughs>
2: it when I was off. Uh, <laughs> Saves save, ourselves save about 40 minutes. Me branding, <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, uh, I think there's... I think, like you said, Stephen, the injuries is a bit of concern. Eh? Like, um, I mean, how you'd be stupid not to think that because it's, it's first team players that are out the picture at the minute, um, and, and crucial players as well. Like Kyogo Jota has been absolutely phenomenal. Losing these guys is obviously quite a big deal. Um, but like I said, I saw enough the night where prior to the night you're looking at some of the positions and you're thinking we're really quite thin. Like, but I mean, I think we've got guys that can come in. Um, just play um, comfortable, completely comfortable playing skills at left back. Uh, I think I've seen enough of him in the last well, this game and, and, and when he came on, uh, he seems confident enough. So Juranovic, um, I mean, it's it remains to be seen. We obviously don't know the extent of everybody's injuries as well. I know that they're all seem to be hamstring. Uh, which again, this comes down to something we pointed on before about load management, and I think that's going to be crucial coming into January. Um, so these boys that played tonight, I think that that it was crucial for them to get game time tonight uh, and experience a competitive first game because I can see them playing a bigger part between now uh, and January. Uh, and Andrew's not stupid; he knew that the, this that tonight was a perfect opportunity to sort of bed in some of these boys and give them some valuable time on the pitch. Um, so aye, I, I, I wouldn't expect me if we see some more wide scale uh, changes uh, in the coming weeks because we need to sort of, you need load management on these guys now, they've been working their asses off for, so since the start of the season, for 90 minutes every game plus 90 minutes every game two or three times a week, so it's it's, aye, it's paramount that you've got players there that can rotate and uh, it's just how, how we manage to cope with the, the injuries that we've got and then hope that there's no more after that because like I said, they all seem to be the same sort of injury um, and I don't know if that might be something to do with the intensity in which Andrew's got them in training uh, on top of obviously the minutes they're putting into the games and how hard they're working um, but obviously it's taking its toll on their bodies now at this stage so one of the things he's no had available to him um, or, or or that is is the sort of depth or the the, the sort of players where you can sort of rotate I mean, you I know he's tried it with ten certain players off at certain moments in games. But I think between now and then, it's paramount we don't drop any points because, like yeah. I says, I, I've I've absolutely I would I'd put my house on it that they'll they'll probably get a penalty there too. Uh probably, when, when, probably, aye. <laughs> uh, when when they when they need it most, uh, if they're struggling. So aye, I it's on so nice us to just. Put them, uh, put the games away when we can. Aye.
0: aye, aye, Um, I mean, how do you feel about them losing at Time Castle and drawing at Patondre and we going to at level one points?
2: That would be the perfect scenario. I think.
0: Oh, that'd set it up nicely. Eh? It's not going aye, to happen though. Easy, right? That that's a, 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 that's a go west moment for me. The king of wishful thinking. Listen,
2: <laughs> it's mo- it, it, it it could happen as well though, it, it, look, it, I it, mean, it, you're saying, like Stephen mentioned there, like, since Van Bronckhorst came in, it's like they've been on a wee bit of running all that, they're still shitting goals, they're still, they still don't look great defensively. They're
1: not shitting goals,
2: they've,
0: they've, they've only considered 1-5, they're
1: not
2: no, shitting goals, no, like. they're
0: no they
2: still look frail no. defensively, mm. and I mean, they're playing a different style of football now, mm-hmm. and I think they're still. I think they're still there to be taken. I genuinely do, uh, and
0: uh, they will have to say. It, now in my opinion, they've went the way I didn't want them to go because I, I think they became stale, slightly stale under Gerard, and they've been reinvigorated for Van Bronkers come in, uh, and I wanted it to go the other way, obviously. But I, I feel like maybe no reinvigorated, but certainly they've got that. Organisation and stealiness, you eh, know, eh, conceding a lot of goals, and that's it's not a good mix eh, if you're a, of the Celtic persuasion. But eh, anyway, so before we move on to the score predictions, I just want to get your thoughts on John because you'd obviously dropped out. I want to get your thoughts on eh, what you think about Kyogo eh, coming on tonight.
2: I mean. So it's, it's a difficult position for Anst to be in because you're not expecting it yet to pull up as quickly as he did. Um, obviously Harky will go on the bench, uh, need out to probably game around at the last 15-20 minutes. Um, we Yakomakis. And where is wrong with him, By the way, can I just say this? Because like, he was ah. injured when he came in, and then he was out. Then he he came back. Then he was out again. I think I, I find another...
0: out that's why he was two and a half million.
2: Absolutely, I'm <laughs> um, you. listen, we've got, like I says, we've got. There's got. We're going to need to turn to the young guys now, um, and see if they can do a job for us. Like we mentioned, just when I jumped on about the playing the likes of Badger through the middle, playing the likes of Forrest through the middle, playing the likes of Johnson through the middle. I mean, you're going to have to do some. Um, to sort of cover it because we don't have any other strikers at the minute, unless you're pulling mere guys for, for, for the younger teams. Um, whether or not we even able to do that, uh, or whether Ange feels that that's an option, I'm, I'm not sure. But like I say, Kyogo is a big loss, big, big loss. Um, and massive. I know he's no, I know that you could argue, well, he's not really been scoring as many as of late, but it's everything he does off the ball as well. Uh, you you he could, could even miss.
0: see it. So yeah, sorry. I was just going to say you could even see it the night when he came on this the, the work that he does. The difference, I, a, yeah, 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 was it was unbelievable. But
2: uh, um, and uh, I mean losing that and losing it, like even his movement, even if he's not getting on the end of a pass or he's no, uh defenders have to watch him constantly and that's pulling name out of position and you're creating space for somebody else. Then so there's a lot of stuff he does off the ball that that is, is paramount to how we play football and it's going to be missed. I think. Mm-hmm. uh I, like I said, I don't know what the, the extent of Jacob Marcus's calf injury is, or whether or not he's due to come back. Uh, when you look, that's the case. Um, I don't know. If, like I said, I've, I've never seen Andy's uh, presser uh, post match. So, like you mentioned, that he's saying Kyogo's as bad as uh, a yeah, he's bad as he mentioned in about a jetty's injury. Um,
1: uh, yeah, I'm looking at quotes now. He said about Kyogo. He said, asked the BT Sport what the verdict was. He said, we'll see. Yeah, it's not good. Um, Albion, and also with Albion getting the hamstring, we're going through a rough patch, with never seems to end, but we'll have to cope. So it looks like they're both out for
0: a mm-hmm. period of yeah. time. As yeah, long as they're back of... for the second day of January, that's nah, the I main do, thing. Probably. But, I mean, the way he's talking there, it, it could be that, like say, Kyogo and Jota, they might be back for that, but at best it might be the bench to Come off and try and affect the game. It
2: but could be, it could be. I mean, I don't know what Andrew's like with his mind games, but it could be mind games as well. It could be playing these cards because he's just. I know, obviously, uh, that these boys being injured isn't he great, and we're going to miss them for some games. But this, th- th- I mean, w- I think we, as fans and the media and everything else, is going to press. Like, are they going to be available for the game uh, in January? Are they going to be available for the game in January? So, I, I know they'll saying um, it's 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 touch and go. We don't know. We don't know. And I'm pretty sure he won't say anything about it until. It's nigh on the eve of the game, or until they're definitely ready to come back.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If it's smaller than that,
0: aye, no, no I, I totally agree with that. Because you want but, them um... going
2: into this game, no, no, neither. Because if they, if they, are, if they go into this thinking there's not going to be a Kyogo or a Jota, and then last it gets sprung on them last minute that there is, then I'll give them sleepless nights. I think. Right,
0: but but <laughs> let's hold on to this. If there's not a Kyogo or a Jota. I think there might be at least a Maeda. And he might have started on the bench, but if they're not available, he's on the park.
2: Well, they'd have to be in. And it'd be very uncharacteristic. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, right, it'd be, un- <laughs> it'd be very uncharacteristic, the <laughs> Celtic, to bring somebody in first day, January. No, um,
0: that's no it, 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 well, to me personally, I, I think at least, at least one of them will be on the bench for that game. At least one of you guys. Listen, I really do think that. Accounts, I think they're well if, down the line.
2: If you, if you, if you're getting the the wheels in motion and you're looking at bringing in these three players, so that come the first of January, they're ready to come in the door, signing the dotted line and ready, and they're ready to make their debut against uh, against them. Then listen, I'm all for it. If 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 the, if if the, 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 we're batting hands to that extent, then perfect because we need it. None yeah. of us wait until the end of the January window and then picking people up last minute, carry on like we're used to.
0: I don't think they will I don't think they'll do that it needs but to be I, done I mean, in the it, and by the years way years. It, 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 can, it can people can come in and play play good in, in their debut in, if it's an old firm uh, or sorry oh, I've seen Rangers Ranger, but... Ranger Celtic have Juranovic done it earlier in the season most recently out of position but, as well aye exactly aye. but anyway we'll we'll try and wrap this up because we're we're running over slightly now um, but a uh, We'll go to the, the the scores for the Motherwell game. What are you thinking, Stephen?
1: Five 0 Selvig.
0: Wow! 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 John. I was
2: going to say three nine. me make me we, wee bit more conservative than Stephen. I'd like to see a five like, but I'll say
0: three. Well, I was going to say four 0 until the injuries tonight. So now I'm going to go seven one. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it will probably be. I think it might be a, a, a tight, a close run one. I think it'll be two one Celtic, but I think we'll get three points. Uh, so I here's home. Hopefully they drop points at their twelve o'clock twelve o'clock kick off, and we get over the line uh, with what we've got at our disposal at up front three. But uh, that that sort of finishes the show. I've not got a quiz because I thought it was just going to be me and Stephen and then you you came in, went out, came in, went out, came in, went out, and I don't know. Came helped, in, went uh, out, came in, went out, <laughs> came in, went out. But aye, uh, I've not got a quiz for these. so Oh, well, he's away again. No, nah, oh, am back, i back. The tech guy's shown off. <laughs> 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 But uh, aye, that sort of wraps it up and uh, that's that's my hosting over and thank the Lord and his blessed mother. Well, <laughs> I mean, I have to say, like
1: <laughs> obviously people people know like the regular host and coals, me and John Newsley, but this is going to be a new addition to the show. There's going to be rotation in the hosts and guests are going to start appearing back on and Ross, you're, you were first up. You've done a fantastic job, man. Well done. Cheers,
0: man. Cheers. Um, But I... <laughs> uh, that's it. What are you saying, John? This is good shit. Good shit. Good stuff. Well done. Good, good man, job. Good man. Well, It was part anyway. of a
2: compliment, you, Ross. You alive, dead defensively. What are you saying? No, I, you was,
0: say, I, just, I, just, I just didn't quite catch what you said. I wasn't defensive. <laughs> Not at
2: all. I'm never nah, defensive. <laughs> well, on that note. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, so we'll wrap it up. <laughs> uh, so, I Thanks everybody for watching and Take care. Heel heel.